Today, I'm going to tell you a story about how I lost half a million dollars in a day. Conservatives are probably uh, way, way more than that. Why should you even listen to me? My name is Michael Cheney. I've made over $10 million online and I'm on a mission to give away everything I've learned for free. So what happened? Well, this was 2007. I'd already made a few million dollars in my business by that point, but there was something new on the horizon that everybody was talking about, which was one-click upsells, which back then was a revolutionary technology. And that was combined with a $1 trial. So the idea was you do a $1 trial for something, you give a ton of value on this thing, and then people have a one-click upsell where they can add on these other things. So the idea is you get their credit card information on a trial, a lot of them will rebuild at the higher price, and they can just easily add things with one click to increase the cart value. Very, very exciting. Back then, it was only just beginning to be possible, okay, back in 2007. Now, I got so excited by this that I decided to create this entire system that was going to make this possible and started working on a launch, and it took me 18 months to get this together. I would actually travel around. I went to Manchester United football ground and did some videoing there. I did some filming in Amsterdam, uh, Paris, and Las Vegas, all of it in pre-launch content to get the prospects ready for this grand release of this program that was going to be just $1 on a trial, and then they could upgrade with all these one-click upsells. And I was mesmerized by this. I was obsessed by this opportunity of getting tens of thousands of people in this program, just paying a dollar, but then being able to upgrade at any point just as they order and add all of this other stuff, and then obviously been rebuilt after the trial uh, had ended. I was completely obsessed by this, uh, and it took me 18 months to get, to build it. Now, I didn't know anything technically about how to do this. As it turned out, I couldn't do it in the UK because of merchant account restrictions. I actually had to set up a US business specifically to do this. So I created a US business in the States. I got a US accountant, a US attorney, I filed for a US business. I had to file for taxes. It's a complete nightmare of all this stuff that I had to jump through just to get this thing ready. Now, on the technical side, I didn't know at all what I was doing. I knew the product, I knew the training that I was giving away, and I knew the marketing side. But in terms of the technical stuff to actually make this one-click thing possible, to make the trial possible, I knew nothing. So I took on a supplier that assured me they knew what they were doing, but I couldn't liaise with them because I didn't know the language they were talking in terms of the programming language. And I just had to take them on their word. Now, as the deadline got closer to this launch, bearing in mind it took a year and a half to get ready, I was getting extremely nervous about what was going to happen because they were late with uh, meeting the deadlines and actually getting stuff done. I said, are we going to be ready? Are we going to be ready? And it was literally up until the last minute overnight, just before we were away to go live, they're like, we're all good. It's all ready. You're good to go. Uh, good luck with the launch. And I was like, wow, phew, only it wasn't. Because when it went live, what happened was absolute carnage. People were ordering left, right, and center, which was great because obviously I'd done this year and a half pre-launch or six months at least of all these different videos in locations around the world, getting people excited for the content that was inside there and the training, which was awesome, by the way. But the infrastructure surrounding all this was utter garbage. It did not work. So people were buying this thing and they weren't getting access. People who weren't buying it were getting access. And then because this was all done through joint venture partners and affiliates who were sending the traffic and I was supposed to be sending them a commission, some of them were not getting credit on what they'd sent. Uh, some people were getting credit where they shouldn't have got credit. It was basically, imagine having 5,000 uh, physical paper receipts for each person. On each of those receipts, it says what they bought uh, and who they are and who referred them as an affiliate. Imagine if you got those and jumbled them all up and then fired them out of a cannon at 50,000 foot and then set them ablaze and then had to put all the pieces of ash together 
that gives you a vague description of roughly what this situation was like on launch day. And this all kicked off within the first few minutes, we could tell that there were problems. The support desk was actually getting totally, absolutely getting swamped. It was crazy. People were on the phone to me, I was getting messages, I was getting emails, what's going on? I had to pull the plug and it absolutely destroyed me. Hey, Chaniacs, if you're a visual learner and you'd like to get my free teachings on video, then head over to my YouTube channel because seeing things on screen can actually help you retain the information better. So if you want to do that, just go to youtube.com forward slash Michael Cheney. That's youtube.com forward slash Michael Cheney. Okay, back to the show. I remember speaking to my mentor at the time. He was in a session with uh, his lawyer about something totally different. And he said, look, I'm in a, and he texted me. He's like, I'm in a meeting with a lawyer right now. Is this important? I was like, yeah, the launch is going to shit. It's completely carnage over here. And I got on the phone with him and I was in tears because I'd spent a year and a half getting this thing ready, had all this great expectation for it. And not only did it not work, it would have been bad enough if it didn't work. Like if it just didn't sell or it didn't convert. But this was not only doing that, it was creating massive bad will and burning my reputation every second that it continued because customers weren't getting what they bought, affiliates weren't getting commissions that they earned, and it was just destroying me second by second. And he's like, you've got to pull the plug. You have to pull the plug on this. So I pulled the plug. I brought the site down. It had only been live a few hours. There were, I don't know, thousands of people that had got through. It was utter carnage to try and sift through it all. And I sent a message to all our affiliates and all our joint venture partners. I remember sitting down and doing that video again, wiping away the tears. I was like, sorry guys, this has been an absolute disaster. And after that, I walked away from the business for about six months. I didn't do anything uh, with my internet business for six months. It just completely burned me and destroyed me. So there are four lessons that I got from this that I want to share with you. So you don't have to repeat this exercise, okay? Because it was without a doubt the worst experience of my business career um, ever. Okay, I don't even want to say so far, but ever, right, in 22 years. So the first lesson that I learned is don't chase the money. Now, I'm not saying that I exclusively chased the money with this project. I obviously was delivering value. I was creating training. Uh, I was trying to educate people, even if they didn't buy with all the pre-launch stuff. But I was chasing this shiny object. Oh, this cool new thing, right? This money-making thing of a dollar trial with a one-click upsells. So it was money orientated was at the top of the pile of my objectives with this particular launch, which is never a great idea. So lesson number one, don't chase the money, chase delivering value. If you help enough other people get what they want, you'll always get what you want. That's a Zig Ziglar quote, okay? That's lesson number one. Lesson number two is just because there's a great new opportunity, don't feel you should jump on it. And I see this happening all the time in our industry. New things come out, exciting new things. And suddenly everybody's like, I'm going to stop doing what I'm doing that's working because it's boring and it's challenging because I'm always hitting hurdles. I'm trying to improve it, but I can't be bothered to improve it. Let me just jump over here to this field where the grass is greener. And people jump over and do that. And then they leave behind the thing that, that they worked so hard on building. The new thing maybe isn't, maybe it does okay in the short term, but typically it's never as good as you think it's going to be. And then you're left with nothing because you've burned down the thing that you walked away from and the new thing doesn't last or doesn't even work at all. So you've got to be careful. Don't chase new opportunities. If an opportunity comes up, do it only if it fits in with your existing business model, only if it can slot into your existing business systems, right? Don't think I'm going to drop everything. I'm going to re-engineer everything. I'm going to become somebody different. I'm going to rebrand my entire business and go do this thing because that's what everyone else is talking about. 
Okay, Because in six to 12 months time, they'll have stopped doing that because it will be an expired or it won't work or it's not as good as they thought it was. And you'll be back to square one. Nothing is ever as good as you think it's going to be, and nothing is ever as bad as you think it's going to be, right? But with opportunities, for some reason, as entrepreneurs, we put on these uh, green tinted glasses where we're like, oh, yeah, it's amazing over there. Look how easy they're making money. But what you don't see is the 10 years of effort that's gone into that. So beware of that with opportunities. So that's lesson number two. Don't jump on opportunities just because they exist. Only do them if they fit into your existing business model and system. Hey, Chaniacs, I've had a ton of people tell me they get more value from this podcast than most of the paid products they've invested in, which is awesome. Now, when you share this podcast with someone else, it's like a gift. They'll get massive value and they'll thank you for it. They might even repay the favor and give you something awesome in return. And it's making a difference by helping fellow entrepreneurs. It also helps me spread these free teachings far and wide and leave a legacy too. So thank you in advance for sharing it with others. Now, back to the show. And lesson number three is you need to know enough to be dangerous in all aspects of your business. Now, this is hard to understand and actually swallow your ego with this as you're an entrepreneur, because you think, oh, I'm great at this and I'm great at this. But you need to know enough about everything so that you can have conversations with suppliers and vendors and actually liaise with them in a way where you know what you're talking about. Because otherwise, they're going to pull the wool over your eyes. They're going to rip you off. And even if they don't have an intention to do that, you're not going to know where you stand. They might say, well, actually, doing this particular thing takes six months. You've got no idea because you're not a technical person, you're not a coding person, or you're not a salesperson or whatever. You need to know enough to be dangerous in every area of the business. And this is the same as the Elon Musk method of making money, right? He knows rocket science. He knows car design. He knows biomechanics. He knows all of this stuff. So when he's liaising with his team on all these things and he knows coding, he knows what they're talking about. They can't BS him and they can't pull the wool over his eyes. He can get involved and roll up his sleeves if he had to and actually do all that stuff. Now, we can't be the next Elon Musk. We can't be a genius at all these things, but you need to know enough so you can actually find people who know what they're talking about and you can have a conversation with them at their level, at least. So that was a big mistake that I made. I took on a coding uh, group of people, suppliers, technical guys. I didn't know anything about that, so I had no way of knowing what they were doing, if what they were saying was true, and how to vouch or qualify that. And the fourth lesson is the ATM mindset, which stands for this moment. And I have this phrase in our business that I regularly tell our dream team over here, which is this moment, ATM. So when the shit hits the fan, when everything goes down, when everything's crazy difficult, you need to think ATM. At this moment, what are we going to do? We can walk away. We can spit the dummy out. We can cry. We can sack everything off. We can say, no, that's it. I'm done. But at this moment, that's when true champions are made. It's easy when it's easy. It's easy when the sales are coming in. It's easy when there are no challenges. True entrepreneurs, true champions, multimillionaires like myself, and I finally learned this, are made by dealing and making the right decisions in the ATM, this moment. At this moment, what will our fate be decided? How will we shape our destiny this moment? Now, back then, because it was so traumatic for me and I didn't have this lesson yet, I didn't have it under my belt and in my arsenal, I walked away for six months. It was the only way that I knew how to deal with it. Now, if something like this happens, I basically just repeat the mantra, ATM, at this moment, we are here, the crucible, at the, the ground zero, at this groundbreaking you know, catastrophe, at this moment, what am I going to choose to do to rise from the ashes? 
and walking away for six months, quitting, crying into your beer for several weeks on end is not going to work. Okay. It's not going to do what you need to do. Now, don't get me wrong. We have days that things go wrong. Things always go wrong in business. As an entrepreneur, that's your job. You're a professional problem solver. And if you can't get used to the feeling of everything going wrong, you're not cut out for an entrepreneur. You, to be an entrepreneur, you need to know how to deal with it. So right now what we do is, yes, we spit the dummy out a little bit. We have a cry over it if it's super bad and we get frustrated and we have a bit of a shout and a tantrum. But it's minutes or hours, not weeks or months. Okay, quite often I'll have a little bit of a rant before I go to sleep. I'll wake up, roll my sleeves up and get on fixing the darn thing. Hey, Chaniacs, I'd be eternally grateful if you'd leave a review for me on this podcast. I don't put any ads or sponsorships on here. So when you leave a review, it helps get this free training into the hands of the entrepreneurs who really need it. It just takes a few clicks to do and your review will make my day. And more importantly, it will create a ripple effect to help the fate and fortunes of countless entrepreneurs. Thank you.